Yes, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another Rubby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host and your boy, as always, TJ. And as you can tell, I got my voice back. So we're back for a solo episode podcast talking hypertrophy hacks. Some of you might get annoyed at these for not really being hacks, but it doesn't matter. Okay, this series is the, well, this episode is the start of a series of quote-unquote hacks episodes. There are a lot of things that I, as a coach and as someone that's been, you know, in hashtag in the trenches for well over a decade now, there are so many things that I almost take for granted because I've been doing them for so long that I think a lot of people have no idea and they do not understand and they don't see you know these things that it's almost like the mechanism of breathing you don't have to think about it right but you still have to do it and so I've got to almost that sort of level with a lot of these sort of quote-unquote hacks and how they've framed how I program how I train my clients my athletes and how I'd recommend people train but sometimes I don't address them on the podcast. So a lot of the time I don't even address them with people because I just think that these are sort of no-brainers. But they're not no-brainers because you don't know what you don't know. And so I wanted to get into a bunch of different hacks. Um, we've got conditioning hacks. We've got fat loss hacks. We've got a bunch of different ones that are going to come up in future episodes. But I thought I'd kick off with good old-fashioned hypertrophy because you guys listening probably want to get jacked. Um. It was also a request that I've seen a few times about gaining muscle from the Rugby Muscle Athletes Facebook group. If you just go onto Facebook and type in Rugby Muscle Athletes, you will find that group. Say that you came from the podcast, ask a question, and you will be approved as a member, and you will be able to contribute and contribute to the podcast, receive all new notifications and news, because I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff through the Facebook group. I'm also, as I keep saying, going to be doing a lot more with this podcast. I like the idea of more doing more on the podcast, doing more on the YouTubes, and doing more articles, because they are stuff that almost stand the test of time. They can be sort of searched for forever. I still get people that have listened to podcasts, you know, 50 or something you know 100 podcasts ago people still listen to that stuff and still getting value out of that whereas if i spend a lot of time on my instagram stuff tj underscore ruppy which you will notice has died down somewhat that stuff almost disappears within a day you know so i like the idea of doing a lot more of this stuff so if you want more information ruppy muscle athletes facebook group is where you can contribute yourself now as far as this episode goes I know hypertrophy isn't the most important thing for rugby, and you as a listener should know that by now. It's not about being the most jacked, otherwise bodybuilders and the biggest guys on earth would be rugby players. It is that certainly helpful, but it's also, hypertrophy is the main reason that outside of fat loss that most people join a gym. And if you can just consistently make progress in the gym, that is still going to benefit you as a rugby player. And I think we've got a lot of listeners that just struggle to get that consistency, struggle to actually get tangible results in the gym. And that's where they sort of lose enthusiasm. And they think it's because they don't know enough ideas or whatever. But a lot of time it's consistency. A lot of time it's just a lack of general direction. So I figured once we once we get through a lot of these hacks episodes and these basics episodes you'll start to see how all of this stuff ties in together, interrelates, and you'll be able to have the ability to build your own program and gauge your own progress. And that's, you know, exactly why I set this podcast up is to 
allow you listeners to be able to be more knowledgeable, not just talk motivation stuff and get you pumped up for like five minutes and then forget all about it. I want to give you real good actionable tips that you can use within your training. So yeah, like I said, hypertrophy is probably the most important or the second most important reason people go to a gym and with the first being fat loss, but you can you can definitely achieve fat loss just through diet alone. It almost doesn't matter what sort of style of training you use. But you cannot say the same for hypertrophy. You have to lift weights or you have to put tension through the muscle. If, you know, Technically, you don't even have to lift the weight, but it's more advisable that you do. And that's how you grow muscle. And if you want to keep muscle whilst losing fat and get a bunch of other benefits there are from weight training, you know, you've got to be there weight training. And most of you listening will know that as a fact anyway. Like I said before, these hacks probably aren't hacks. You know, they're not all hacks. Some of them are just sort of basic principles. That's because you know I'm not a huge fan of hacks, and I still will be doing more. There'll be more than there's more than ten, especially when we get into like hacky hacks. There's even more than than ten of those, and and you'll hear these in future episodes. But if you can nail these ten hacks, concepts, ideas down, if you can really nail them, you will be able to achieve more muscle growth than you would have done if you didn't do these things. These these are going to be the most important things that you want to make sure that you are doing in order to achieve your hypertrophy, then we can worry about like more nuanced hacks and, and other little funky ideas that you can introduce to your training. So without further ado, let's get into the 10 hypertrophy hacks. And starting off with number one, it's cereal. Breakfast cereal is one of the hackiest of easy hacks that you can add into your diet and your regime for gaining muscle because a lot of people that will talk to me will say that they're struggling to put on weight and they're struggling to put on muscle. And if that's you, it's simply a case of the fact that you're not eating enough calories. Mostly, it's going to be carbohydrate because that's going to give you, you the energy in your body, the energy to rebuild some tissue and build some extra tissue, which is the muscle. Without this, it's just impossible. So I like cereal as a really good um, means to add in extra calories because it's carbohydrate. It's fast uh, acting carbohydrate so it will get into your system nice and quick these are it's a big bowl of cereal post training with a protein shake like use use the protein powder instead of milk boom you have got yourself the perfect post training meal because you've got those simple sugars in the cereal that you can pack in easily 100 grams of cereal and you know that is a big bowl it's a huge bowl but it's not going to make you overly full. You're going to digest it fairly quickly, and then you're going to get to your body's going to get to repairing that that tissue, building that muscle, and then you've still got room in your your stomach within a few hours to eat another meal. The biggest struggle that most people have to try and if they're struggling to put on weight is to figure out ways of eating more food without feeling any more full. You don't want to be bloated all the time, but it's not uncommon for guys to have up to four, five thousand calories as their baseline for being able to put on any sort of muscle at all. And so cereal is a really great one that can be your friend because it's just pure carbohydrates, it's tasty, it's enjoyable. And again, if you mix it with a a nice protein shake, then you've got some fast digesting protein in there as well. You have that as your post-gym meal, and then you have a, a, a bigger meal or a more comprehensive meal, should I say, you know, a few hours later, boom, that's about as good a post-training diet as you're going to be able to get if you're looking to gain some muscle. 
Simples. All right, next one. Point number two or hack number two, go to the gym at the same time each day. One of the biggest struggles that people have when they're trying to pack on some muscle is consistency in the gym. And the way that you can lay down a consistent habit is by doing it at the same time. You know that that time is your gym time. So a lot of the time it's some people say it's suboptimal to train in the morning. I don't give a fuck. If that's the only time that you can train, train every single morning, get in there and get it done. Likewise, if you can only train fairly late at night, do that as well. And then again, get into the routine of training at the same time each day. It also helps your body prepare somewhat for high activity during that time. So if you're used, if your body, you know, the first week of training at 6am sucks, but after a while you get used to it and then that becomes, it becomes easy. It becomes not even a challenge. It becomes part of your routine. And then you feel weird if you don't get into the gym at 6am. So that's how you want it to be. Maybe you go for your lunch break, whatever habit you have, do that. And that's going to help you stay consistent. And again, if you, there's no use going into the gym for three weeks, having two weeks off, whilst you're feeling sorry for yourself and can't get into the routine or whatever it is, you're too flustered with life, that's not going to be um, beneficial. It's not going to be a good way to try and build on muscle. Muscle is a long, long, long-term process, as I mentioned time and time again. So whatever you can do to help you get to the gym, most consistent is going to help you out. So going to the gym, same time each day. Boom. Next one, number three, hypertrophy hat number three, put your pride into lifting with the most perfect form as opposed to being proud of how much weight you lift. This is not necessarily, again, it's not really a hack as so much as it's a complete change of mindset and it's a really, really, really important change of mindset. And this was an amazing post by Dr. Mike Isretel, who's been on the podcast a few times previously. He mentioned that this is a really good idea with your squat depth. So rather, rather than worrying about how much you squat, take pride in being the guy that squats with the best form and squats the deepest and uses the most full range of motion possible. And I couldn't couldn't advocate for that more with every single lift that you do. The better that you move, take pride in that. Take pride in doing lifting with the best form out of anyone in your gym. And if you're going for power movement, if you're going for strength movement, even if you're doing those things, this helps. But it's even more important for hypertrophy because your muscle doesn't know what's on the bar. It doesn't care. All it knows is it's got a job to do, and that's to lift that weight. And if you put a muscle for a full range of motion, then you're contracting as much of the muscle fibers as you can, which is going to allow you to build the most amount of muscle. Don't take pride in how much weight is on the bar. Take pride in how perfect your form is going to be and how anyone that walks into the gym can look at you and go, God, that guy knows how to lift. And you'll be completely surprised how much more sore that's going to make your muscles and how more beneficial that is going to be in the long term to help you gain some muscle and a quick note i guess for this after point three is something i need to address already is that these hacks you're not going to see an instant benefit in muscle growth within a week or within two weeks or maybe within a month maybe you'll start seeing it within about a month but even then it's going to be really hard and you have to be really paying a lot of attention these hacks are real long-term stuff and if you keep if you keep digging into these hacks if you keep nailing these out really well in the long term you're going to build that much more muscle again building muscle is a long-term game so don't do these hacks and just give up on them within two weeks because you don't see all the muscle that's not how it's going to be and that's almost a hack within itself to stop looking for week to week 
increases in giant muscle growth. Just stick with the process and then assess you know, every month or so. But that's not, that's not a point. The point here, actually, perfectly number four, is know your numbers. So you should have a good idea of where your weight, your, what your weekly average weight is. So I always advocate for daily weigh-in because then you've got a good average trend and you can sort of predict which way your weight is going and adjust accordingly. But also knowing your numbers in the gym. So the amount of people that go into the gym and figure out what, what weight they're going to lift because of however they're feeling, it's scary. It's scarily too high because all these people, it scares me how little gains they're going to get in the gym. I'm petrified. I watch it with horror. Do you get the point here? I'm trying to emphasize that it's not actually scary. It's, it's, just, it's, just, a, it's just a tragedy, really, because the amount of people that are putting this hard work into lifting weights but they are not using their feedback from last week. They're not building upon whatever they did last week and not leaving room for the following week. They're just doing whatever the fuck they feel like. You, as someone that listens to this podcast and takes their training seriously, should know your numbers. You should know your average weight. You should know how many sets you're doing. You should know how many reps you're doing. You should know the movements that you're doing and you should be able to build on your program week to week to week to week to week. Know that when your numbers are no longer building, you, you, you know, you, you're starting to stagnate, whether you're going to switch it up, whether you're going to take a deload, whether you need some extra recovery, whether you, need, whether you need some extra food, these sorts of things. And if you don't have these numbers to start off with, you're just throwing, constantly throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks. And with hypertrophy, that's just a terrible idea. You want to keep things as regimented as possible. A good person to follow for this sort of idea, ideology is my man Steve Hall. Um, at Revive Stronger, I think on Instagram, you'll see how regimented everything is. It's all about the logbook. It's all about beating the volumes from the previous week. And that will be hypertrophy hack number five, is manage your volume. Training volume is can essentially be broken down into the equation sets times reps times weight. So how much total tonnage you are lifting over the week or over the session and you want to make sure that you are slowly increasing your volume to gain muscle volume is going to be the biggest thing that you want to make sure that you're increasing um, yes it's good to add weight yes it's good to add reps and maybe even you it's good to add sets but if you're not growing whatever it is it's one of those things that you'll need to add in to make sure that you put enough volume through your training through your muscle to make it grow and so if you've got one muscle where you're doing 50 sets a week on it of real heavy weight and it's not growing, maybe that's overtrained. Whereas if you've got another muscle that you're like, why my calves not growing? And you look at your training regime and you realize that you do two sets of calf raises total a week, that's probably where you need to add more in. But you don't know this if you don't know your numbers. And you don't know this if you're not managing your volume. Managing your volume will also help you be able to better manage your injuries because if you're if you've got overuse injuries if you've got sore muscles if you've got stuff that's you know nagging injuries that just won't go away and you're doing a lot of volume through that um through that musculature or through wherever you're feeling those injuries then it might be a good idea just to lower that down rather than looking at all these different crazy um mobility or recovery hacks just managing your volume so that you're not always beat up on that muscle is a really good idea. Maybe focus on some other muscles or maybe focus on doing different movements. And that all comes from knowing your numbers and managing your volume. Hypertrophy hack number six. Is it six? Yeah, we're on six. 
don't be scared of eliminating the big three. Now, we've all been told that we have to squat, we have to deadlift, and we have to bench press. This is actually very true if you're a powerlifter. If you compete in a sport of powerlifting that you are graded on how much weight you can squat, how much weight you can bench press, and how much weight you can deadlift, then yes, you have to do those three things. But otherwise, there's nothing saying ever that you have to do those three. And in fact, eliminating those movements can do wonders for your ability to gain muscle. Why? Because we've got to look at stimulus versus fatigue. And I'll go into this in another episode. But the squat, the barbell squat particularly, and absolutely the deadlift, and for an, to a decent extent, the bench press, these barbell movements are very fatiguing throughout the entire body. They, you know, they cause a lot of disruption throughout the whole body because of the amount of weight that you can do, but also because you have to fit your body around the bar, especially if you're deadlifting or you're or back squatting. Sometimes your body's just not built to lift a bar in that way. It's not the best way to do it. Yes, you can hack your way around it and you can do low bar squats or you can figure out a, a way to hold the bar to squat better or whatever it is. But sometimes just eliminating those movements, particularly if you're trying to gain muscle, could be a better idea because then your muscles aren't, you're not going to be as sore from doing two sets of deadlifts as you would have done if you did, um, let's say, six sets of lying hamstring curls and Nordics. Or you're not going to be as sore from doing, or not not even just a sore, just as generally fatigued from doing some split squats and leg extensions or leg press versus fitting your body around doing an awkward back squat. Sometimes it's just easier just to eliminate them and realize that you are only concentrating on growing muscle, which means there's no exercise that you must do, no real strength goal that you must do. All you have to do is add weekly volume. And that way, as long as, you know, as long as you know your numbers and you're managing your volume well, you're ticking your boxes, boom, you're going to be able to gain muscle. So don't be scared of eliminating the big three. Yo, I just want to jump in here really quickly and direct you towards two awesome free resources that you guys will absolutely love and be able to use right away. The first one is our 50 plus free rugby condition sessions. This is every type of condition session that we use and that you will ever need laid out and given to you in a easy to understand and easy to implement guide taking you through exactly what you need to be doing, why you need to be doing it, and then more importantly, how you can do that around your schedule, around your training, and around the equipment that is available to you. That's our 50 free rubber conditioning sessions. The other free resource that we have for you is our physique nutrition video guide. This is a four part video series taking you through exactly how to build a diet that will work for you. None of the bullshit, none of the craziness that you see on when it comes to nutrition these days. Just a real practical guide on exactly what you need to be doing, how you can do it, how you can set your diet up, stick to it forever, and make sure that you can make progress forever. On top of that, if you literally have no idea where to start, we do include a macro calculator so you can understand how many carbs, proteins, and fats you can start out with as a baseline guide that you can build your diet out from there. All of this stuff, that's the macro calculator, the receipt nutrition video guide, and the 50 plus rugby conditioning sessions can be grabbed for free at rugby-muscle.com. Just go up there, visit it, implement that stuff, boost your results, and eliminate confusion. Now let's get back to the podcast. So 
hopefully by now you can see how these hacks aren't really hacks outside of maybe the serial one. These are really just super important guidelines that you must understand in order to grow muscle. And if you're not paying attention to like any of these things, chances are you're going to just be spinning your wheels forever. You know, and they're not as easy. You know, they're not hacks as in so much as just do these and you'll gain ridiculous amounts of muscle. But but doing these is going to guarantee that you are building muscle. And it's so as good as a hack as they can be. That's what this is, you know. If you if you make sure that you're going to the gym each the same time each day, if you're putting pride into lifting them with the perfect form, if you know your numbers and be able to manage your volume, and you're not afraid of eliminating the big three, you're going to be putting on muscle. They're not. It's not a hack, but all of these things that, that I've just mentioned, you can incorporate into your training right now, and that's that's what qualifies them as hacks to me. Another thing that you should be doing, and this is hypertrophy hack number seven. Train most muscles at least twice per week. And I said most because it depends on if you're trying to specifically grow a certain part or you're trying to put a certain body part on maintenance. For example, if you've had the if you have the horrible problem of having too big a biceps, you don't actually have to train your biceps at all and you're going to be fine. You know, you're going to maintain that size and you're going to, you know, you but then even then the point is that if you if you train each you should, if you're trying to gain muscle you should train that muscle twice a week and I probably stand by that. It goes against it flies in the face of the traditional bodybuilding splits and whilst obviously you know I shit all over the traditional bodybuilding splits but there's a point somewhere where they do work, particularly if you're doing random things like you're you have a leg day but on your back day you do deadlifts. Well then technically you're still kind of training your legs twice a week. You know, you you have a arm day, and in the, on that arm day, you're doing dips, and technically, you're still kind of training chest twice a week. Those sorts of things; those are going to be the more beneficial programs of those bodybuilding splits. But for the most part, your muscles you shouldn't train so much that you can only train you can only train a muscle once a week. It just doesn't give it just doesn't give your body in as many chances as it can to grow. If you're training so much with a body part that you need a week for that body part to recover all you need to do is take some volume off not all of it you don't even have to half it you could probably add two you can use train with two-thirds of that volume twice a week then all of a sudden you're getting more weekly volume in and you're not training you know you know you're getting two sessions in you're getting two stimulus for that muscle to grow that means instead of getting 50 opportunities or 52 opportunities for your muscle to grow a year, you're getting 100 or 104 opportunities for that muscle to grow a year. And that over time, again, if we're looking at long term, is going to be huge. I'm not going to get too much into that and all the different body part splits because we've done that to death. But you, if you're trying to grow a muscle, you should train it more than once a week. You should train it at least twice per week. Often, you can train it more than that, but at least twice a week. Hypertrophy hack number eight. We're getting into the last few here. We're in the home straight. Number eight is start lean. It's a really shitty hack. This is the, probably the only one of the lot. Uh, I can't believe I'm trying to tell you to do this stuff and whilst simultaneously saying how shit it is. No, start lean is a really, really, really good hack. And it's a hack for gaining muscle because you're able to see your growth a lot better you're able to not bullshit yourself and say, oh, I've gained 10 pounds of muscle when, you know, at the start of the program, you had really chiseled abs. And at the end of the program, you couldn't see a single ab. You probably gained 10 pounds of fat. 
motherfucker. Don't go telling people that you gain all this muscle. You're lying. Instead, start lean, slowly progress. And I'm not saying that you have to hold on to all of that leanness. In fact, you need to be gaining weight, which means you're probably going to gain a little bit of fat along with it. But it means you're not going to overdo it. And it also means that um, you are in a better place to gain muscle. And I've said this on a very recent podcast but if you are lean, your body is more likely to convert some of your uh, glycogen stores go- towards gaining muscle than gaining fat. It's just once the body starts gaining a lot of fat and it's used to doing this, it's used to, oh, we've got extra calories again. I guess I'm going to put it towards my fat. That sounds really simplistic, but that's kind of how the body works. If you're already putting a lot of your energy stores toward, or if you're putting a lot of your energy intake, you're eating a lot of your the carbohydrates, the fuel that you're consuming, you're, your body's already used to putting that towards gaining fat, then it's going to carry on doing that. Whereas if you're already lean, it doesn't know, it hasn't got that process as easily down. And therefore, once you're training really hard as well, then the body's going to be like, well, crap, we need to make sure that we're getting stronger first. So let's put our energy resources towards gaining muscle and it sounds overly simplistic but it is a thing okay you're more likely to gain muscle the leaner you are you're also going to be able to see it better in the mirror you're also going to track it better and you're also going to be less likely to overdo it because you can see that stuff and it just makes things a lot better one final point on this is that if you are leaner then you have to spend less time trying to in a fat loss diet trying to lose that fat again which means that you're going to spend more time gaining muscle right the less time you spend in a diet trying to lose fat the more time you're able to spend gaining muscle the longer the longer that you can spend gaining muscle the more muscle you are going to gain seems overly simple again but it's a really really good hack again the leaner you start trying to gain muscle the better you're going to be hypertrophy hack number nine is rest adequately. Now, in a future hypertrophy hack episode, I'll talk about how we can use supersets to shorten your time in the gym and still gain muscle and not lose out on that. But I see people that rest for 30 seconds to 60 seconds after living, lifting a relatively decent weight. Your muscles aren't fully recovered, which means you're going to get less reps. And if you get less reps, you get less volume. If you get less volume, you're more likely to get less growth. Now, there are certain protocols which call for short and rest periods. I can think of like the Maya reps, which would have been a really good hack and made the short list of hacks, but didn't quite make the 10. We'll be in probably in the next episode of Hypertrophy Hacks. Um, you've got Maya reps, you've got drop sets, you've got all these different um, protocols that specifically call for short and rest periods, maybe. But outside of that, and it's a reason in Team Rugby Muscle, I rarely ever use the timed rest period. Um, actually, I never I never use timed rest periods unless the protocol specifically calls for it. Otherwise, you just need to rest as much as you can so that the muscle is nice and recovered and ready to go again. That usually is around one to two minutes as long as you're aerobically fairly fit, which was another hypertrophy hack being aerobically fit that didn't quite make this last 10. As long as you're fit enough, then it will take a couple minutes and you'll be ready to go again. That way you're not going to cut yourself short. Your reps probably will decline as you go. If you're really training hard, it's very rare that I see people get 12, 12, 12. If you're training your your hardest and you're making sure you're staying the right amount of reps from failure every time 
then it's probably going to be more like 12, 10, 9, or something like that. You're not, you shouldn't be able to get straight sets. Sometimes you can on certain isolation movements and stuff, but for the most part, you should, if you're training really, really hard, and this is something that a lot of people don't do, a lot of people just don't train hard, then your reps should decline. That's fine, but you should always be resting enough that you can still put close to your best into every single set. There are some times where, you know, the first, you can get 10, 11, 9, where that first set, you know, you didn't quite feel the muscle as well. And then after a few sets, you get better, you get more into it, and then you're perfectly switched on, quote unquote, to get that lift in. But for the most part, your reps should decline, but you should be resting adequately. You don't have to watch the clock out all the time, but you should be engaged in what you're doing. You shouldn't be fucking around on your phone. You should just be making sure that you're resting and, and getting ready for the next set. But that doesn't need to be timed. It just you need to make sure that you got enough rest in order to perform the next set really well. And that moves us on to the final hypertrophy hack. And this is about as shitty a hypertrophy hack as it's going to get. It's warm up. Okay, the amount of people that I see that go into the gym, lift one set with just a bar, and then they get straight into it, or they go straight onto the machine, and they just start piling on plates, you're not going to grow muscle at your best rate if you're doing that. You need to be nice and warm, and, and finding a simple warm-up routine that takes between two, and yeah, I mean, two minutes is very short, but as long, if you pyramid up after that, then I'm not too fussed with that. But two to five minutes of actual decent warm-up, get the heart rate going, feel good, then you're going to be able to lift your best. And if you can consistently lift your best, that's going to help you put on more muscle than if you just went into the gym cold and fucked around and you didn't do any of these hypertrophy hacks. Warming up efficiently, I would say get into a routine, much like lifting in the same same time each day. Get into a routine that you do the same thing for the first five minutes as soon as you step into the gym, then your mind's going to be in the right place. Your body's going to be in the right place. You're going to be like, right, I've done my warm-up. Now it's time to lift. And you get used to that. And you get used to doing the same old thing. And it also helps with motivation because you don't have to think about being motivated to do your warm-up. And by the time you're warmed up, you're usually going to be nice and primed and ready to lift hard and have a productive session. You can also like use that warm-up to go over your program, what you're going to do, get ready, get mentally prepared for your lifts. That squeezed in to the top 10 hypertrophy hacks. And it was I know it's a pretty shitty hack, you know, warming up. But I guarantee you, if you warm up every session, you're going to gain more muscle than if you didn't. One final reason why warming up is so important is that it stops you from being injured. And again, these are the most least glamorous things to talk about when we talk about hypertrophy hacks. But if you are not injured, then you get to train that muscle and make it bigger. The more time that you spend being injured, the less time you can spend growing that muscle from the ground up and expanding upon it, getting it stronger, doing all that good stuff. Because, yeah, the less time that it's the same, like the less time you spend in a fat loss diet, the more time you can spend in a massing diet. The less time you spend injured, the more time you can spend training hard. And it's so unglamorous. But you'll forgive me because I didn't put sleep into this top 10 at least, right? Because that, I can't view something that the body has to do in order to survive as a hack. But sleep does get an honorable mention. Didn't make the top 10 because I, I can't put myself, you know, I put, I put warming up in there and I feel really bad about doing that, but I couldn't put sleep in there. But that should be, you know, completely non-negotiable. But, you know, it's the same reason that lifting weights isn't in this top 10 hacks. 
If you do these 10 things, I guarantee you, you will pack on more muscle than you would have ever thought possible, or at least you'll pack on more muscle than you would have done if you didn't do them. And they're all fairly simple to do, and you should be doing them if you're serious about gaining muscle. Don't come to me and say that you're struggling to gain muscle and you're not doing any of these 10 things. And from the top, those things are cereal, eat some cereal, go to the gym at the same time every day, put pride into lifting with the most perfect form instead of lifting the most amount of weight. Know your numbers. Manage your volume. Don't be scared of eliminating the big three, the deadlift, bench press, and squat. Train most muscles. No, no, I'm going to change that. Train all muscles that you want to grow at least twice a week. Start lean so that you're able to see your progress better. Rest adequately so that you can train hard. And make sure that you warm up so that you can train hard, stay injury-free, and gain the most amount of muscle. That was me banging on my desk. Boom. We have done the 10 hypertrophy hacks. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that episode. I'll be back on Thursday with guest, returning guest, Matt Dickens. And before you, oh, no, not another fucking Game Changers thing. We don't. We barely talk about the Game Changers. Not, you know, we leave it to the end. We talk about his return to rugby and a lot more interesting things. I'll see you guys on Thursday, but thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode of the Rugby Muscle Podcast, then I've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.